Hey Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Hey, Seeker. Hey. Welcome back to another episode. My name is Talia. I'm the host of the show, The Awakening Her Podcast. I'm also a left-handed Scorpio living on Vancouver Island on the west coast of Canada. What else can I tell you about me? I'm a life path nine. I'm a human design reflector. I'm a seeker. (laughs) I'm also an intuitive development and manifestation mentor here to help you to create the life that you're meant for. So welcome. Today, I have a really fun episode that I'm excited to share with you. Something that I've only been really understanding, practicing, diving into deeply in the last probably year. And this is something that I had heard a lot about and didn't recognize that I was doing the opposite, didn't recognize why I was feeling stuck and overwhelmed and hustly. Um, And once I really learned this whole thing that I'm about to talk about today, it made everything so much easier. So today we are talking about the chill manifester. And before we do, before we dive in, I wanted to remind you of Manifestation School that is going on super quickly here in just a few days. Um, It is a free event live on Facebook and hopefully live on Instagram. And it's a three-day live event called Manifestation School. And I am going to teach you all about the ins and outs of manifestation. So it's going on June 14th, 15th, and 17th. And just to give you a really quick overview, you. Um, The link is in the show notes to sign up. As I said, free event. There's going to be so much gold you're going to take out of this. So if you've been wanting to learn how to manifest, really understand this, continue to immerse yourself in these laws and in this work, this event is for you. So day one, we're talking about the structure, the ins and outs of manifestation, how to actually manifest, how it actually works. Day two, we're talking about the quantum, which I love. We're talking about the quantum. We're talking about different reasons. We're talking about manifesting, quantum leaping, um, manifesting using the quantum. That's going to be an epic day. I cannot wait. And then day three is all about the secrets. (laughs) So not the secret, the movie, the secrets the secrets of manifestation, the secret sauce, the special juice, the things that other people are not talking about, the things that I see that make all the difference that can easily slip us by. So that is the three-day event manifestation school. As I mentioned, it'll be live on social media. So you can come hang out, ask your questions, just be in the vibe. We can hang out together. And if you officially register... 
Um, because it's live, anyone can go see it. But if you officially register, as always, I am going to create a workbook and some free goodies. So I really hope to see you there June 14th, 15th, and 17th. And if you if this is past that date, um, the replays will be available for a limited amount of time. So you can go check it out anyways. But I can't wait to see you there. Join me for Manifestation School. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. Ah, the chill manifester. So up until I discovered the chill manifester within myself and in general, I was hustling. I was learning a lot about law of attraction. I was like mantra-ing and affirming and learning, 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 soaking it up, going, going, going. Simultaneously in my business and in my life, mainly in my business, because that's a huge sort of thing that, that I'm focused on right now in my life in this season. I was really the same energy. Go, go, go. Kind of force, 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 push forward. It was always about like, how am I going to do this? And where's the six step process that's going to save my life? And where's the trick, the hack that's going to change it all? Where's the secret button? Maybe if I just do a few more posts, maybe if I just do this a little bit more. And I would get into this like really big hustle state. So let me know. Um, I'm sure you can relate to this in some form or another. And I was really like I was hardworking and, you know, really like given her, but I was feeling depleted. I was feeling drained. And most of all, I was feeling overwhelmed and like unsure always about like, is this what I should be doing? What should I be doing next? How am I going to sustain this? And I remember in business going from like mentor to mentor. And at one point I hired this company that was going to help me like create these ads and have this like perfect funnel that was going to be like endless clients. And it's so funny because that at the time attracted me. It was this like done for you system, right? I was looking for the magic pill and working really hard, investing a lot of money. It was like $6,000 or something. And I invested and it just wasn't the secret. It wasn't something it was, you know what it was is it, it would probably have worked if I would have sold my soul. She, the, the woman in the head of the this sort of company wanted me to be someone different, wanted me to drill home about talking just about money or talking about this or that. And it just wasn't authentic to me. So it didn't work. And this is part of the key, right? You got to do what is authentic to you for it to work, whether it's about, you know, your income or your business or it's relationships, your body, anything, your life path, you have to do what's authentic to you. So when you're pushing and when you're striving and efforting, we often aren't doing what's authentic. So I'll mention this probably a couple times in this episode, but it's not about not working hard. In some ways it is. I could tell you, like, it's about not working hard. (laughs) But in some ways, when you are inspired, you show up for work, in quotes, differently, When you are inspired to write the book, some days it's like my thing, you know, my hand wouldn't stop writing or stop typing. Like it just kept flowing out. I spent 10 hours. I didn't eat. I didn't pee. I just wrote all day. You know, you hear these people. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of effort. But when it's done in bliss, it doesn't feel like effort. So that's what I mean by that is it doesn't mean it's a lot of hard work, but it also, when you're chill manifesting, it's not a lot of hard work because you're stoked to do what you do. So we'll, we'll get to that. But when I was efforting a lot, 
it always felt like I was pushing forward. And if you can relate to this, then this may be where you're at. I would look at like law of attraction blogs or mentors or like checklists and be like, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Like what the heck? Looking at it going like, I'm aware of all these things already. This isn't like anything new. Like where's my stuff? Like where are these manifestations, right? And it was because I was hustling. I was in doing. And I'd hear people say, you got to just let it be easy, right? Like gently down the stream. And this is, it's funny because that's exactly what I say. But I would hear these people say, you got to lean into ease. And I'm like, yeah, easy for you to say, except I need to feed my kids and I need to get this business off the ground and I need to, and I need to, and I, right? And so I never fully got it about allowing it to be easy until I started on my intuitive development journey, like more. I've always been intuitive, but when I really started like developing it, I realized that guidance comes from ease. If you are trying to intuitively feel into something, like maybe, is this the right job? Is this the right home? Uh, What's next for me? When you're trying to feel it, feel into it, if you had like a time limit, like 30 seconds go or like get the answer now, 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 you know, hustle, you got to have it by noon. That's not how intuition works. Intuition hits you when you are relaxed. It hits you when you make the space for the truth to come forward. You could say intuition comes to you when you're in ease. It's not when you're pushing and striving. You're not going to get the idea for the business or the income or your next job from a place of like, what do I do? Okay, I got to figure it out by Tuesday. Okay, if I just go out and hit the pavement. So again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with effort, but it's your energy behind the effort that makes a difference. So I got to a point where I think I've shared parts of this story before, but it was probably about three or four years ago. And I was really, really struggling with money and the money had to do, like it came intertwingled, intertwingled, that's awesome, Uh, intertwined maybe, Uh, (laughs) that's so good. It got intertwined with my self, self-worth. self So if I wasn't selling, I felt like what I had to offer wasn't good enough and I was comparing myself to other people. And so I just keep pushing forward, just like more Facebook lives and more emails and more this and more that. And I had this specific day where I had been very, very stressed with money and success and all this, like, I'm not doing it. I should be farther along. It was a really low day. And I was in my office and I'm like, okay, what's the next thing I have to offer? What am I going to do? Okay, I'm going to post. And I started getting like almost panicky of like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just trying so hard. I'm just pushing so hard, but I don't even know if what I'm doing is right. And I heard my intuition and I, my intuition comes through audio most most usually, uh, clear audience, I'd say is my dominant type. And I heard go to nature. Actually, what I heard is go to the river. And it was a summer day and I was like, go to the river. But like, I got to send these emails. Like a river's not going to create me a client. And 
I was like, no. And I, I literally can look back in my mind's eye and see myself like hunched over my computer, strifing, worrying about getting the words right in an email and about what the perfect title of the program is going to be and what should the price point be and how are like, what am I going to put out that people are going to buy? And it was all so hustly and struggly. And I heard again, clearer this time, go to the river. And I had this moment of like, fine. (laughs) You know, when you hear your intuition, you're like, fine, (laughs) I know you're right. And so I was kind of mad and like, oh my God, this is going to take, you know, a couple hours out of my day. And that's my work day just gone. And I was still in lack and still in hustle, but I trusted it and believed it. Anyways, went to the river, had this beautiful solo time by myself, was swimming in the river and then up on the rocks and like basically being a mermaid, being my true self. Um, And I felt such deep relief. And at some point I was sitting on the rocks and all this emotion just came over me, like feeling of all the feelings of like failure and pressure. And I had this moment of like release and I just cried and just bead. (laughs) I just was, right? I was just being and feeling and emoting and being just in the moment. And it felt so healing, or I think people call it like cathartic, where it just felt like it helped me process and release and all this stuff. And so after my little journey to the river, I came back home and I looked in my office and I smiled thinking like, I'm doing a lot of good in the world and I am working hard and it will pay off. And I know this is where I'm meant to be. And I also know that I don't have to push anymore. I don't know how I knew this. It was just the intuition, the river. I just released the tension and heard and felt the truth come forward, which is you don't have to push. Pushing doesn't work. I know law of attraction. I've been studying this stuff since I was like 16. Pushing creates more pushing. Pushing, the only thing it will create is more opportunity and more drive to push. And so I took a step back. I didn't go back in my office that day. And the next workday I had, I really actually focused on self-care. So there's a few things I had to like have a client call and get back to someone. But then I just took the rest of the day off. I had a long bath. I went for a walk. And at the end of that walk, I got home. So this was the next workday after the, the river download. And someone reached out to me and they were wanting to work with me. And I was like, oh, that's crazy because I hadn't had someone reach out to me in a few weeks or months. I don't remember, but it had been a while. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And so they ended up, we ended up working together. And then at the same time, within a day or two, I found a beautiful membership that I wanted to join. And it was such a like-minded place and it was exactly what I needed. And so I joined that. And then from that, there was someone talking in there one day that mentioned something about something they do on social media. And it just felt right. I was like, ooh, I'd like to do that. That's fun. And then I felt even better. And then within another week, I had this idea for like a challenge or a program or something. I forget exactly what it was. And it sold out the challenge beyond the amount of people that I saw in my mind's eye that I felt that I wanted. It like overflowed with abundance, overflowed with people. And I'm like, this is kind of messed up because I've been pushing so hard. And all I just started doing was like relaxing. And I had to release the the pressure to be able to clear the way and see what I actually needed to do. So in this, I started cracking into something I call the chill manifester. 
And there's a bunch of layers of this. The first layer of this is that you create your reality. What you decide is so. There are very few fixed things in this universe. Your thoughts and beliefs trump all of it. So the reason I'm saying this is because if you feel like manifestation only comes in hustle or writing your book or losing weight or finding love, if you think it only comes in hustle, then that will be the case. And you can manifest in hustle. There's many people, there are big, you know, people's, people's, they're big, there are big people in this industry, personal development, motivation, spirituality, that are very hustly, that are more in their masculine energy of like the do and the steps and the everyday and the this and the that. You can do that and you can manifest. But the thing is, is the energy in which you create manifestation is the energy that you need to continue to maintain to continue manifesting. So you get the opportunity to make up something that I call life rules. And I'll do this with people in programs and one-on-one. We create life rules. So it's like if you had a magic wand and you could make anything so what would you decide? How would you just decide this reality goes? So some example of some examples of my life rules are the more ease I allow into my life, the more money I make. That's one rule I have. When I invest in myself, I make that money back tenfold. That's another rule I have for myself. Even when I'm struggling, I am always moving forward. That is another rule I have for myself. So these aren't just catchy affirmations. You could repeat that all day and have an affirmation. But these are things that I decided are so. When I realize that we get to create our reality down to the rules, how we want this life to go, I all of a sudden went, okay, (laughs) let's create some really fun rules. So here's the little thing about the life rules is that you can only create within what you believe. Because if I said, every time I stepped out of my door, I make a million dollars. I don't believe that yet. But if I said, every time I'm in nature, it helps me to be more abundant. I believe that because I know how I feel in nature and I know the frequency of abundance and I know that nature equals abundance for me. I believe it. I believe even when I'm struggling, I'm moving forward. I believe that. And I've come to believe that every time I invest in myself, I make that money back tenfold. That was not the case until I decided. So I didn't really plan on going off on these life rules, but that is a total life hack if you want to take that and create your own rules. So I decided then that the more relaxed I am, the more I manifest. The more space I make for ease and flow, the more I manifest. And what I realized is not only did that come true, but when I make that space for ease and flow, that is when I get the ideas on how I'm going to manifest the thing. Or that's where I get the notions that move my story forward. So for example... If I make space for ease and flow when I'm creating a program, I will get the most 
incredible content because Source just gives it to me. The pricing, the name, the people that I want to join, like it will all come. When I create a program out of hustle, which I used to do, it always felt like it was hard to sell and I was never totally sold on it. And I always questioned like, is it too much money? Is it not enough money? Now I create something and I know the people that are meant to be there will be able to show up and do it. And that's how it works every single time. My programs are exceeding my own expectations in results and in turnout because they're created through flow. So maybe you want to lose weight or get healthier. And your hustle has included diets and this and exercise programs and stuff that didn't feel right. It always felt like you were dreading it and you were hating it and it was like hustly, right? You had to count calories or you had to log this and track that and it was stressful. So what would the ease version look like? Maybe you relax on all the rules and start tuning into what your body wants to eat, trusting that through that ease and through that flow, your body will give you the messages for the food that it wants. And as you get more in tune with your body, you'll create a healthier relationship with it where you want to treat it well, where you're hearing what it's saying and you're wanting to listen. That is a much easier energy than this diet plan and this many macros and this many calories and this many this, if that's stressing you out. So where in your life are you hustling? And can I ask you, in that area of life, do you feel like you're getting results? Because sometimes, usually, the area we're hustling the most is the area we're getting the least results. But if you are hustling and are feeling results, which is totally possible because, like I say, you can manifest in hustle. You can so manifest in hustle. But you can also bring chill into it or choose to manifest through chill. So I'm going to mention now some ways that you can bring chill manifester energy into whatever you're about. So I have, I have clients, I have friends that are really hard workers and very successful and put in tons of hours and are like making a difference and rocking their world. That is amazing. And like I said, just a second ago and before you could manifest in hustle. It's not that it's bad. Is it sustainable? Are you resting in between? Are you giving yourself downtime? Are you allowing the space between the action? So it's not that my friends or my clients that are like this are doing a bad thing or a bad job or that they're not successful. It's that that may not be sustainable. And when you create your life rules that say, I have to hustle to make it to move forward. It's always worked for me before. I must always have to do it. How does that feel? And if I told you you're going to spend the next 30 years hustling, how does that feel? So now I'm going to offer you some ways that you can bring the chill manifester into your life. So I want you to think of chilling out, bringing the chill manifester into, first of all, your intentions and your goals. So this is something that I am all about dreaming big. I truly believe that anything is possible if our beliefs and our mind is behind it. But, and, when we try to have hustly goals, 
We can't match it yet with our energy. And so it ends up being this frustrating cycle of more hustle. So you're the one who's going to know if your goals are in hustle or if they're based from like a more easy soul place. And I'm going to get into how to know, of course, but if you're making goals in hustle, that's when you're saying like, I want the $10,000 month, but it doesn't even really light you up. Like in business, if you have a business or you, you know, see coaches for business entrepreneurs or whatever, There's so much out there about like the 50K month and the 5K month. And like when I would be asked, what's your income goal? It just didn't light me up. Even thinking like $10,000 a month, like the thought of that goes like, cool. But as a goal, I was like, it just didn't do it for me. So that was a goal I made over and over again, these different dollar amounts, but it was made in hustle. And because I didn't believe it, because I was like, I've never had a $10,000 month, that's not even possible, I would never reach it. So here's a way to make a money goal that's not in hustle. So say right now, this is just an example that you can apply this type of logic to anything else in your life. So you're... Okay, so before I actually go into that, your intentions and goals can be in sort of two different levels. So there's one level for me that my intentions and goals is a worldwide speaker, talking on stages, book tours, retreats all over the world. That's like the fullest expression. But that's not my immediate goal because I know that that's kind of like my life plan intention, right? That plus whatever else is coming for me. So my actual goals and intentions right now are to like do my first retreat, to build my membership, to, you know, have this many one-on-one clients or to, you know, whatever it is that I have going on. Those are my intentions and goals. And they're not made out of hustle because like I was saying with the income, these are all things that are like actually next up for me. So now back to the setting money goals, not in hustle. And of course it could be weight goals or anything else goals. Find the thing that is one step up from where you are that you believe in and it excites you. So say you're on the path to lose a hundred pounds, or maybe you don't know about pounds, like how many pounds, but it's a bigger number. You want to like transform your body, your health situation. A long-term goal is to become your fittest, happiest, healthiest self. But your first goal and intention could be to lose five pounds or to cut out processed sugar or to drink more water or to eat more vegetarian or to go on a walk every day this week. That is a goal that feels exciting and also feels doable. If you're making goals in hustle, it's usually like, I'm going to go for a walk three times a week for the next 12 weeks, and that's going to make me lose 28 pounds, and I'm going to eat this many macros, and I'm going to eat this many carbs, and this many glasses of water. That, like, how can we even live in that? To me, maybe just because of my past with diets and things, it feels suffocating, it feels icky. No. But to say to myself, my goal and intention right now is to drink more water, is to lose five pounds. That to me is like doable, right? And the thought of losing five pounds, if you have a hundred or something like that's the first five or the next five, you're that much closer. You're learning that much more of how to do it. If you lose that first five pounds or next five pounds, now you know something that works for you. So with my money goals, I stopped 
thinking about like 10K and this many K and this many clients. And what I did is I added up my income and say, I'm just going to pull like a random number, but say at the time I made like $4,002 in the month, I'd tune in and go, what feels like a next goal? And sometimes it was like just to meet 4,000 again because I want to sustain it. Sometimes it was like maybe 42, like that feels fun. Just, Just an extra 200 bucks. That's not, that's easy. That is bringing chill into your goal setting. So instead of just looking at the end result and thinking huge, again, you can create anything that you can dream. But the thing is, is you have to incrementally get there in your belief system or you'll be working against yourself. This is why saying I'm a millionaire doesn't work because your ego goes, no, you're not. So if you just go in a comfort zone, but still pushes you forward and you continue to set those types of goals, you're going to move forward so much faster than trying to set massive goals that you're never reaching because you don't quite believe it yet. You're not quite that person yet. You haven't yet called in all of the support you're going to need. You know, for me, I didn't have a business or a support system that would allow me to make $10,000 a month. I didn't even have like enough products to sell for that or a coach helping me or anything. I was just like winging spaghetti at the wall, hoping it would stick being like, I don't know, 10,000. That was coming from a hustly place because it was like, okay, 10,000. But when I chill with it and I go, but what feels good? What's next for me? I go, okay, yeah, 4,100 or a next, another $4,000 month. That would feel amazing. That feels exciting. I've never done that twice in a row, right? So that's one way, one area to bring the chill manifester into your life is with your goals and intentions. The next place is chill within the hustle. And <laughs> now you're going to be like, okay, <laughs> super contradictory. Um, yeah, and that's life. Uh, but there... There is a time and a place when all of us need to put our nose down and work hard. I just moved our, you know, our family, our entire family, my husband and I and three kids, we just moved. There was lots of late nights and scrubbing floors and being tired and being out of boxes and not knowing what to do and being overwhelmed with the amount of work that had to be done. That's what I would consider hustle, right? There is actually a time in your life when you will need to effort more than other times, right? Maybe you buy a storefront and you've got, you know, you know, a, sh- a shop and you have to set it all up. Or maybe you just had a baby and you're in like the newborn stage or just had to push out a baby out of your body. Or maybe you're training for a marathon and there's going to be a marathon coming up that you're going to want to give up in or you're going to have to push through, you know? Things like that happen where we got to kind of, you know, we need to put our nose down or we need to, you know, hustle a bit. So I experience this in my business when I'm like launching a program or basically launches are the biggest time of hustle because it all comes down to like the week it's launching and enrolling people and sending emails. And it's like, you know, me and the team, like everybody's just going, going, going. But what I do is the week after a launch, I take the week off and I actually have in my calendar Talia chill time. (laughs) So what I'm going to say to you is there may be times when you need to hustle or it feels like hustle because you are a mom of young kids or you're building a business or you're moving or whatever else is going on. Maybe you're trying to find a job and you're putting your resume out a lot. That's cool. If that's what you feel drawn to do because that's what's needed, 
then of course there's definitely like life isn't just sitting back on a beanbag chair, right? <laughs> life is an ebb and flow. But what I recommend you do is don't run on hustle 24 seven for that entire time. Within a 24 hour period, create a time of chill. So even if it's at the end of the night, having some chill time. So my husband and I, for example, when we were just moving, there was a few nights where it was like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, which is late for us because I have a baby that gets up in the night and wakes up at like five. And so that's bedtime, but we're like packing and we're kind of just starting to get like drained and grumpy and tired. And we looked at each other. We're like, do you want to just stop and watch a funny show and eat some chocolate? <laughs> it was like, yeah, I do. So we knew when it was time to put it down. So we took the time to like enjoy some good chocolate and watch a funny show and talk a little bit about our life and went to bed and in the morning felt better. So that's just a very small example of how running yourself ragged is never going to work. I created the episode that should have just been last week by the time this airs about how trying to manifest doesn't work and running yourself ragged and just going, going, going all the time does not work. You need to create chill. So even if you're in the middle of moving or, you know, launching a program or anything that's in this very active time in your life, make sure you're stopping to breathe. Make sure you're connecting to your breath, that you're taking a bath, that you're making the intention to put your toes in the dirt or the sand, or you go for a drive, or you go for a walk, or you meditate. Create chill within the hustle. And if your hustle has to do something with work, your job, your business, I really recommend creating chill to allow the ideas and the hustle to come forward. Create the chill space so that you know what to do next to get the promotion or what the, you know, the thing on this project or presentation you have to do for your boss. Like it's going to just be the icing on the cake that's going to make yours stand out. Like that type of stuff comes when you're in flow. So even within a season of time in your life where you are called to hustle, Bring the chill manifester into it. Make sure to turn off at some point. Get grounded, get still, take a breath. Because if not, you're going to run into fatigue. You're going to fatigue your body, your adrenals, your gut, your brain, all of it. And then you're going to start feeling funky and your belief is going to sink because your results aren't going to be as good. And then your belief sinks and then you're just back into the hustle. Now you got to work harder to get better results, but really you have to chill a little bit more. So bringing the chill into the hustle. The last example I'm going to use for this is lately, again, I think I've shared this on the show, but lately, every time I launch a program, I have been taking a bath at like 8 a.m., when normally I'm like checking the numbers and getting these emails out and connecting with the team. And I'm like, nope, before I do anything, I'm having a bath and I'll be in the bath and I'll be in there for like five minutes. Like, okay, I'm good. Should get out now and work. I'm like, no, nope, make it at least 20 minutes. Like I'll just keep myself in there. And then I'm like, oh, this feels good. Yeah. Okay. And when I get out, I'm like, okay, let's do this. I'm fresh and clean and bath. This is awesome. But I never would have taken the time to have a bath before the hustle ever, because I need to be doing more in that time is what I would say to myself. So the next place 
to bring the chill manifester into your life is with receiving. This is something that is so important. Receiving energy is that of chill. Receiving doesn't come when we are in active going forward motion. Receiving comes when we stand still and have like our arms open type energy. That is receiving. Think of it this way. If you're truly soaking up something, don't you naturally like go still? Like if you're at a concert and it's just like the most beautiful, breathtaking moment and you're like moved, you're in this still moment of presence, right? Like you may be swaying, but you all of a sudden are right here, right now in stillness, taking it in. Or when you're outside and the sun hits your face, how do you actually receive the sun? You stop, you shine your face toward it, and you let it beam down on you. You let it beam down on you. You can't receive the sun in hustle. You can't like run as fast as you can toward the sun in order to get more sun. You actually need to just stop and receive. Another good example of this is water. The only way for you to receive water in your hands and hold water in your hands is for you to actually be in it with open hands. If you think of like putting your hands into a river or into a lake or into a sink or something or into a bath, if you grip it, it's gone. If you grip it and close your fingers as if to like clasp it, it'll slip right through your hands. But when you open up your hands and you be in the water with hands open, that's how you could actually hold water. So receiving is about stillness. You might hustle which, or, or act, which moves pieces forward, which can like align things. It'll get you to like do things. But in order to receive it, you have to receive it, which is chill. So if you're wanting to receive more money, if you're, you know, launching a program or you're wanting to have more weight loss or whatever it is going on in your life, you have to get still and be with the truth of it all. How can I receive this? How can I move forward? What are the messages that I'm getting about this? How can I make it easier to receive more money? So receiving is a relaxed energy. If somebody gives you a compliment, the chill you goes like, thank you, I appreciate that. The hustle you goes like, oh, this thing? No, no, you're the one who's this. You're the one who, who has the nice shirt. It's like a hustly energy, right? But receiving is very like, thank you. I receive that. So I want you to just take that in and really bring in the chill manifester into the way that you receive. And if you're sitting here going like, Talia, I never do that. That's probably why you're not receiving the things that you want at the level that you want. So if I'm launching a program, I might go in the bath and then I might have like five hours even, like at my desk, I might be making videos or connecting with the team or whatever I'm doing. And then I'll have to, I'll get to a point where I can feel it. I close my computer, I go play with my kids or I go make dinner or I go have another bath. I'm not even kidding. In launch periods, I often have like two baths a day <laughs> or a bath and a shower because it just, to me, it's like so relaxing and there's no phone, there's no distractions. It's like, it's just me time. Um, so bringing the chill into the receiving, knowing that you have to carve out space 
to receive. The last example I'll say about this is in feng shui, I believe it's in feng shui, they believe that when you clear your space and make space in your home, make space in your physical environment, it becomes, they call it a vacuum for miracles. So think of that, that like, I can see that. I feel like I can absolutely see that. It makes so much sense to me. When you clear the space, you suck in new experiences. It's just like if you were in water and you had your hands together and then you push them apart, new water cycles into the the space between your hands. It's hard to do it without you seeing me. That's what you, you call in movement and you call in new when you create the space. So think of that. When I create space in my life, it's a vacuum for miracles because it actually allows something new to come forward. When I say to you that when I get in stillness, that's when I get like the program name or, you know, whatever the book title, like whatever it is I'm working on that space create a vacuum to allow my intuition, to allow source, my spirit guides to come in. If my brain was just like, go, 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 and I was hustling, it wouldn't have created the space that welcomed in that new information. So remember that we like receiving is such a chill energy. You can't receive harder. <laughs> if someone tells you to like receive harder, that's a, that's a red flag. That's kind of like jumbo shrimp. It's an oxymoron. You need to receive in ease. So bring that chill manifester version into your receiving. So then the next thing, and this is the last thing I'm going to share about this, this chill manifester, she's also, or he, or they, um, it, you're also really chill about like the the results and the things going on in your life. So if you knew that like if somebody called you and said like a million dollars it's on the way it's a, the check is in the mail um, beyond being like are you the king of France emailing me or Zimbabwe or whatever those scams are but if it was real and you knew that it was coming in the mail you would be so chill and certain about everything. Like, whatever, <laughs> the kids arguing, that doesn't bother me, I got a milli coming. <laughs> that bill in the mail, that doesn't bother me, I've got a milli coming. Like, you would just, <laughs> I don't know if you'd say milli, because I don't even say milli, except in this moment. Um, you would be chill. And as you manifest things, get this too, I feel like this is going to be a nugget for a lot of you. As you manifest and manifestations materialize, even if it's like a free cup of coffee, an unexpected $200, you, instead of just going like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, this is amazing. The chillest manifester would be like, this is so normal. Thank you, universe. Thank you for this being my normal. Yeah, of course the money showed up. That's what, that's what it does in this life. That's what it does for me. It always shows up. So that's something that you don't have to go out and change something right now, but just I want you to think about that. And that is a reason why obsessive manifesting doesn't work. I call it manic manifesting because there's these techniques like the five times 55. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's where you write out like, thank you universe for giving me $5,000. And you write that out 55 times for five days. I've even had clients do that. And some people have had great results, but anytime I've done it, 
it starts to feel like repetitive and hustly. Like, why do I have to write this so many times if I'm so certain it's coming, right? So I stopped doing it because if I was so certain it was coming, I wouldn't need to write an obsessive statement 55 times. Actually, what I started doing, I did this about a year ago, I started writing 55 things that I was grateful for instead because that was like the repetitive action of amping up my vibe, but without the desperation. If I was making a cool million dollars, I would be writing out everything I'm grateful for. I wouldn't be writing out that I'm going to manifest more money. I just would be so grateful for everything and like so in awe of the magic. So that's the energy I need to be. So the chill manifester also is like, yeah, this is normal. Like I want you when you pull up to that perfect parking spot to go, yeah, that's normal. Of course it is. I'm a chill manifester. Like things just fall into my life. Opportunities just come up. It always works out for me. So when you want to invest in yourself and you don't know how you're going to get the money and then at the last minute you manifest the money or you choose to invest anyways and put it on your credit card, you just got to go, you know what? I'm just going to trust because it always works out for me. I'm not encouraging you to spend more than you have and blah, blah, blah. But that's the energy is like, of course it works. It's not like, oh my God, like you can be excited because like when I manifested this house, when we, my, my husband and I, there was so many like dance parties of like, oh my God, this is happening. But at the same time, I'm like, of course this is happening. And we've sit and sat and talked about this so many times. Like, how did this happen? And I keep saying, because we're in alignment with it. Like, we are in alignment with a house like this. We are growing and changing and freaking doing it in our lives. We both have businesses that are successful and we're raising healthy kids and we're in our mindset of power. We're physically strong. We're mentally strong. Our relationship's strong. Like we are in alignment with this house. That's how we manifested it. So instead of just like be in awe, I hope you understand the way that I'm positioning this. Like be in awe and wonder of like, oh my goodness, this magical universe blesses me beyond what I could imagine. Oh my goodness. But at the same time, of course it does. Because the magic is everywhere. And I'm the one that's learning to tap into the magic. It's like the river that was just over there. And you're the one that learned how to get to the river. You're not just like, oh my God, there's so much water over here. What? You're more like, yes, I found it. Of course I found it. I knew I'd find it eventually if I kept walking west or whatever. It's got to be here. Of course I found it. So the chill manifester goes manifesting is easy. Of course, there's a great parking spot. Of course, my friend reaches out to me when I was just thinking of her. Of course, my favorite coach is putting this on sale. Of course, that book is 20% off. Of course, because my guides got my back. This universe has my back. So of course, things are always working out for me. So you may not believe that yet, but the more that you just simply... What I would recommend you do is starting where you're at, the next good thing that happens to you, just try on like, of course it is. I've been learning more about law of attraction. I've been feeling better. Of course I got that free coffee, like I said, right? And start integrating more and more of like feeling like a chill baller. Like, of course the clients are coming. Of course the new job that is meant for me is on the way. 
I'm not even going to be surprised when it shows up because of course it's on the way and it's in divine timing. So I'm just going to chill. And I'll know intuitively if I need to like act and put out resumes and make phone calls and I will do that. But until I know exactly what to do, I'm going to chill and trust that of course it's making its way to me. So before I go, before I wrap this up, I want you to right now, after everything that we've been through together in these last, <laughs> in this last almost hour, um, I want you to put together in your mind's eye, who is the chill manifester that lives within you? The version of yourself that is the chill manifester. And even consider giving her or them, him a name. Like I might say like, like trusting Talia (laughs) or you may, I know a friend, Sarah, Hey, what up, Sarah? She had her alter ego, sacred Sarah, right? So who is the version of you who is the chill manifester? Create a little version of that person in your mind's eye as much as you want, dive into like, what does she wear and how does she act? And this isn't chill in action, sitting on the couch, smoking doobies, eating Doritos. That's not the chill manifester. You get what I'm talking about. It's the manifester that allows things to happen instead of forcing. Knows there's a time to hustle. There's a season to act. But even that season to act comes from an intuitive, passionate place. Not a because I have to or I got to move this forward or the next 10 step plan. It comes from an inside place of inspiration. And that inside place of inspiration and guidance came because you allowed source in. It came because you chose to meditate, to journal, to visualize, and answers came forward. So it goes like this. You have a vision or a desire. You put it out there. You chill. You get an inspiration back. Maybe there's a mentor that like sparks your soul or a book that literally flies off the shelf or whatever. Then you act then you chill. You trust. I'm going to buy this book. I'm going to hire this mentor. I trust it was given to me for a reason. And then maybe the book calls you to act or the mentor or something, and then you might act a bit and then you chill. That is how we master the manifesting, the chill manifester. She doesn't do nothing. She just allows things instead of forcing and striving and stressing. She goes inward to gather what she needs to move forward. She creates space for source because manifestation is not about the things you do. It's about the space you create for source in your life. And when you create space for source, it will always take care of you. The ideas, the impulses, the notions, they will always come. And the crazy part is when they do come, you'll be able to receive them in chill. So to really quickly recap, bring the chill manifester into your intentions and goals. Just know that you're meant for huge things. You're going to have all the money and all the success. So what's your next chill goal that feels good, feels aligned, feels like a little bit of a stretch, feels exciting, but is within that zone of like, yeah, that feels good. Next, bring chill into the hustle. In the times of life where you need to hustle, where you're passionate, where you're doing long days or long shifts or really putting it in there, also bring relaxation into your day. Take some breaths on your lunch break. Take a little break to shower if you can at home. Today earlier, 
as I was getting ready to record and, you know, do my stuff for the day, I painted my nails. <laughs> I was sitting here and I knew what I was going to do. And I was like, I'm just going to take a minute to put on some hang drum and <laughs> paint my nails. And that was like me carving out a little bit of chill before I really got into it. I was mapping out my calendar and recording a couple of podcasts and connecting with people. And it was like, I chose to paint my nails first. I know that sounds so funny, but you get it. So Bringing chill into the hustle will go so far. The next part is bringing chill into your receiving. Receiving happens in chill. You gotta sit back and enjoy the fruits of your labor. If you were to hustle, hustle, hustle to get the money to book a trip, and then on the trip you hustle, hustle, hustled, and then you came back feeling like you needed a break because you just were on vacation and it was so much hustle, you're never receiving the hard work you're doing. Sit back and learn to enjoy life right now. Because if you don't, life will be an endless hustle and you'll always feel like there's more to do and you're missing something and there's somewhere else you gotta be. But if you learn how to enjoy time now, enjoy space now, you'll also know how to do it when you do have the millions. When you do have the soulmate or you do have the successful, the successful business or the vacation rentals all over the world that you own and live in and whatever, you won't know how to enjoy it then if you don't learn how to enjoy it now. So make sure you're making space for chill because that's where you receive. And lastly, the chill manifester knows that this is totally normal, knows that miracles unfold every day knows that of course my bills are going to be taken care of, of course that job is going to come, of course if I deeply desire to find a soulmate and I allow it to happen, of course it's going to come. This life isn't a big trick. We are not given desires that aren't meant for us. But what does happen is we're given desires and then we pinch them off ourselves by hustling, by continuing to feel the lack, to feel without which drives more hustle. I really hope that this served you today. I hope that you got some good takeaways. I invite you again to join the three-day event. We're gonna go much more into this. You're gonna wanna hear because if this resonates with you today, this is my style of teaching manifestation. This, what, this is what gets my people results and gets results in my own life. So if you wanna learn more, if you wanna have a three-day event with me for free, check it out. I can't wait to see you there. Manifestation School, June 14th, 15th, and 17th. So my love, let me know about your chill manifester. Let me know how this landed with you. Write me on Facebook or an email. Take a screenshot of the show. Tag me on Instagram. If you tag me on Instagram or Instagram stories, I will always repost you. So that's pretty fun. Um, yeah, let me know how this resonated with you and let me know how you're incorporating more of the chill manifester into your life. I love you. You're doing such a good job and I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really hope you loved it. Before I go, I want to acknowledge you for taking time out of your day to fuel your spiritual connection and manifest your future. I know you're busy and just listening to this raises your vibe, resets your belief and creates a positive ripple effect into your life. And you are doing such a good job. 
I am honored that you invited me into your life and into your ears. It's a beautiful thing and I truly appreciate it. Remember, you are a powerful creator who is creating the most beautiful life as we speak. So today, I cheers to you. Oh,